Today's broadcast is being brought to you by WokeSkipTracing.com. Look up phone numbers and email addresses with ease, with pricing as low as only 15 cents per match. Not per search, per match. If there's no number or email address, you don't pay. Get accurate data in just minutes. WokeSkipTracing.com. That's WokeSkipTracing.com. All right, people, it must be Labor Day. It's about that time. It's Monday Night Raw, real estate style. What's going on, everybody? Hope you're having yourself a great three-day holiday. I did a lot of work this holiday. I don't know why. You know, you think everybody else is off, but I get to work. Hope you got some good work done and got some good deals done. Go ahead, put your name in the comments and where you're coming in from so we can give you a quick shout out before we get started with the show. We got a great one for you tonight, as well as some coming up in the next couple of weeks. Um, as far as that is concerned, next Monday night, we're going to be on with Mr. Alvin Tucker talking about that Facebook marketing. That's September the 14th, 7 o'clock Central Time, 8 o'clock Eastern. Make sure you're tuned in for that because I know you like to spend that money with Facebook, but don't really know what you're doing. He's going to give you some pointers and kind of help you out, get your marketing together. That's uh, next Monday, September the 14th. Um, later on in the month, we'll be on with Miss Ayla Melendez. That's right. The basics of dispositions, how to sell your deal for the most amount of money possible and uh, be successful in selling your deal. Because everybody talks about how to get the deal. But what do you do once you get one? How do you make that money? That's what we're talking about on September 28th. Make sure you're tuned in for that as well. That'll be a great show. Uh, let's see. Also, in the month of October, we got Mr. Christopher Senegal. That's right. Investor over on IG. I know you might have post about him going around the internet about how he bought up um, basically an entire neighborhood. That's right. Not a little block, not a little street. Basically built the whole neighborhood. You know, you're talking about buy back the block. We're going to talk to him about what to do about gentrification. Hard word to say there. We're going to be on with him on Monday, October 12th. So make sure you're tuned in for that. That's going to be a great show as well. That's the 12th of October. If you ever want to be notified of any of these upcoming live streams, all you have to do is text JV to 31996. That'll get you the JV agreement to do joint ventures with other wholesalers, real estate agents, and other real estate investors. Plus, you'll be on a notification squad for the live streams as well. Just text JV to 31996. So let's see who we got up in here real quick. I see Charlotte, North Carolina. What's up, Janice? How you doing? I see Daniel's in here. He's always early. That's right. 757 in the house. Good to see you. What's up, Lucy? Close deals. That's right. How you doing, Lucy? Dorm, North Carolina. All right. East Coast representing. I see you. Uh, let's see. Jonathan Branch. I see you. How are you? John Lewis, STL. That's right. Oh, I'm your favorite. Oh, I'm uplifted. I done uplifted. I done got uplifted. That's what I'm talking about. STL in the house. I see you, Lucy. So that's what I'm talking about. So give this video a thumbs up. Give it a like. Give it a share because this week we're on with Mr. Chris Haskins talking about how to get that government money with Section 8. It's a great show for you. We are also streaming on the podcast, Apple, iTunes. We're on Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, all your favorite places. Make sure to give us a five-star rating on that as well. But it's about that time, y'all. We're about to get it popping. And we have. And we have. And we have. Mr. I stay. Whoa, 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 wh
woke what's happening what's happening what's happening this is the student master teacher mr i stay woke chris monroe and i'm right back at you with another real estate video we are multi-streaming right now on twitch the gamer site multi-streaming right now on periscope at chris monroe show streaming live on youtube streaming live in the woke real estate investing group on facebook and on Facebook on my private page as well. If you could tag somebody, share this out because we got a powerful brother coming in. He's in the green room right now, swinging and bucking and bucking and swinging, about to come out and drop some heat on you. My brother from out east, Mr. Chris Haskins. What up, bro? Hey, Monroe. <laughs> you sick, you, man. So you so you look surprised, like wow. And how you how you gonna match my shirt too? We wore wear blue today. How we do that? Well, you too much, man. I feel like I'm on a real, you got a real show here, my friend. Oh, well, that's right. We got to give a good presentation to the people to make sure they know that we are serious and we're intentional about being successful. A lot of people don't know that success is just one arm's reach away. You're right. You're right. It's by design, isn't it? Most definitely. So for people who may not know that may have been living under a rock, who is Chris Haskins and what do you do? Yeah, man. Thanks. First of all, thanks for having me, Chris. I'm excited about everything you do, my friend. Oh. Yeah, it's cool. So, yeah, who am I? I'm born in obscurity, Lynchburg, Virginia, by way of Hampton University. My woke peeps in the house. Yes. So I uh, was in the music business for several years. Got tired of living a destructive lifestyle, drinking, drugging, sex and party and all that destructive crap. I found out that... Uh, I needed to put my efforts and my my strengths and my thinking into things that rose in value and supposed to going down in value. That's why I learned about real estate in 2002, three, and then I went full time real estate in 2004. And here we are today, still doing it, my friend, teaching others how to get uh, try to create some financial stability in their lives, brother Monroe. I appreciate it. Great, great. So I know a lot of people enter this game on that, uh, you know, that wholesaling tip. They like to get in and get out and just get a check. But the real money is in what? Keeping the property. Wouldn't you agree? That's right, Chris. I think you learned that quickly. I think you were one of the masters at that. Yeah, I said, I said, this is like work. This wholesaler stuff. Don't get me wrong. I like the checks. But it's like, man, we got to get some of that passive income, right? I liked what you said that you learned it very quickly. I hope that your viewers can take your footsteps and your travels and kind of mimic what you did. You were wholesaling, check, 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 check. And then you finally realize, hey, this ain't growing too fast, right? Over time. You know, it's weird. We all hear the old guys say that when we get in, don't we? Mm -hmm. The old guys talk about longevity. We're like, man, I'm getting this money. I'm trying to get these checks. Next thing you know. 10 years later, you know, it's sad too. Some guys like Chris, you noticed it because you're an entrepreneur. Some guys do this thing for 10 years and never notice it, Chris. So I'm glad that you did. Yeah, 10 years of flipping contracts and never get building any real wealth. Good God. Could you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine? That's a long time. Yeah, and I, I've met people like that be like, oh, I've been in the game a long time. Or some people even get stuck at one thing, just fixing and flipping. I only flip property. And I'm like, you working so hard for the same money it don't, you know, I don't yeah. want to say, but you're working hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Chris, here's the thing. You and I want to get the word out as we approach the holidays, as we have a financial meltdown. No doubt it's coming. So I want the, your viewers to have some type of stability in their real estate games, kind of like we have set up over the years. Most definitely. So when it comes to this passive income game, I know there's a lot of ways people do it. 
And I guess one of the most popular ways that was at one time was Section 8 rentals or what was used to be called Section 8. Yeah. I guess they changed the name to what? Government Choice Voucher or something Housing like that? Choice Voucher Program. <clears throat> there you go. See, you're an expert. At it. That's why I bring on heavy hitters. You know all about this stuff. So uh, so tell us a little bit about, you know, how that works and um, basically the overview, how that uh, kind of helps you make passive income on a regular basis. Yeah. Well, what happened, I think, I believe I, I don't have the year. I believe it's 1974. Government creates programs uh, to try to assist with low-income housing, but over the years, in the 80s, 90s, it kind of got a bad name, right? Uh, they were helping people that to, to, to the government would help people with low income get clean and good condition housing if they couldn't afford to live there. And then a lot of projects were built, and that good and clean condition housing turned into slums, as you, we all know around the country, and the mm -hmm. projects were really overrun in the 80s, 90s, and then here we are, 2000s, where they're moving out a lot of people from the projects into private landlords like you and me. And I'm here to tell you, I've got uh, security deposits from the government. I've got first month rent up front. As a matter of fact, I'm one of, one of the trainers in this in my course, Rosanna Rodan Jackson, they are giving bonuses, two to $3,000 bonuses for some landlords just to rent to the tenants that are out there, Chris. It's amazing really so they're they're basically the government is giving you an incentive to rent to these people that need this low income housing incentive security deposit and you're going to get the first month's rent we're talking about five six thousand dollars in some cities chris wow yeah. so it's basically a lot of upside so i guess um I, I know it's a negative stigma when it comes to it that people say oh they're gonna tear up your house or they're not gonna care about it have you seen something like that in your uh you know in your experience in dealing in this Yes. Well, I've had some challenging tenants, but I have had to since two, I've been, I started renting houses in 2005, six, right? Lost my shirt from 2005, six, seven, right? Going back to court every month, feel like I'm, like I'm going to Las Vegas, pulling the slot machine, wondering who's going to pay rent for the month, Chris. It was just a horrible <laughs> existence. Every 30th of the month, I'm like, Oh, Lord, what's going to happen next week? Am I going to have to pay my mortgages? Who's going to call me? Who won't call me and just make me it force me to evict them over time? Wow. And now we know what's happening with the ev evictions, right? We don't even know if that's going to be possible to do. So, yeah, we got a bad. Uh, I, I've had evicts in 2007. I've had to evict one tenant. Oh, that ain't bad. Can you imagine one? That's a pretty damn good odds for what's that? 15 years, 14 years? That's 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 water off a duck's back. Yeah, for one, yeah, I don't know, I can't even count how many rentals we've done over the years, but one because the 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 think about it is, you got two options, right? Have a bad tenant and they don't pay, pay, right? <laughs> and with the government, you got a bad tenant, which is still getting paid. So it's like, <laughs> at least you get paid. At least I'm like, damn, at least I'm getting paid. Do I really want to get rid of? I had to let her go though. Yeah, so. Wow. And it is a, a crazy thing about, you know, especially in these times with the COVID-19, there's a lot of people that are up in houses. We have houses under contract right now that we're trying to buy where there's tenant issues. They're not paying. They haven't paid since February, March, April. And here we are in what? September. What are wow. we going to do with these people? You're going to take those headaches over with your new acquisitions or what are you thinking? Well, I heard this strategy called cash for keys. I'm going to pay them to leave. That's, I mean, yeah. I'm just going to throw money at it. That's the thing I know. You know, everybody else says, how do I save money? I'm trying to find out how do I spend and invest this money and there get what go. I want out of the deal. Yeah. So, you know, a paper money comes and goes, man. You got to get it out there working on the streets and getting a bad tenant out is uh, worth every dollar. 
Most definitely. Because we can't really evict them right now from what I understand. So, you know, I don't really want to do that anyway. I'd rather put them on a good footing. I don't want to, like, you know, displace somebody. Because, I mean, it is a hard time. And it's just yeah. doing the right yeah. thing. You're right, Chris. You're doing that. Thank you for that. So, yeah. So, when a person um, decides that they want to get into this, uh, you know, so-called Section 8 type business, what do they need to do? What are some of the basic things, the fundamentals they need to have under their belt? Or what should they have before they even think about getting into this? Yeah, before we think about it, well, there's one or three people that that, that uh, even consider a Section 8 housing. Somebody that's looking to get ready to buy a house and then they're nervous because they know the economy's melting down and they want to make sure that the tenant that they get in will be able to pay. Two, second person, you already own a property and you may or may not have a challenged tenant, but you want to have Santa Claus too. You want to make sure that when December 25th comes around that your tenant won't be like my old tenants and pay Santa Claus before they pay their rent. <laughs> the third person that you're looking for that 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 would be interested in Section 8 housing is someone that doesn't necessarily own a house, but they want to work with other landlords to help them place tenants. I can't tell you how many tenants over the years we've helped people place by screening them. So we get paid just for helping select a tenant. So that's the type of the those are the three people that will can benefit from this program. Most definitely. So that's powerful. And you people watching on IG at Chris Monroe STL, you might want to hop over to the YouTube channel because this is ending over here. We're going to continue the party over there. All right. So we ended IG. Just want to okay. get them a sample. So um, you did mention something there about uh, people wanting to pay their rent or not want to pay their rent. They want to go and spend money with Santa Claus. We're coming up <laughs> close on that right now. What are we going to do? You know, this is one of the reasons my spirit, you know, Chris, you got to got your gut got a guy has to guide you. That's one of the reasons my gut brought me to the landlord's guide for Section 8 housing. I'm sick of my tenants choosing Santa Claus and I don't want people, I don't want them to be like me, Chris. I want them to have a good holiday. See what happens over the years for me, I found out sometimes I would just have to waive December's rent for people. Just have to waive Really? Because it comes down to that? Go ahead. It comes down to just going ahead and, and, and waiving the whole rent? That's crazy. Well, here's the thing, man. When you get to a certain level, and you know, we're both blessed, Chris. I mean, you know, a few dollars isn't going to uh, make or break our careers. But when you're dealing with people that are living check to check, uh, generally speaking, I'm not saying everybody is, but if someone, they have Thanksgiving, and then what are you going to do? Hassle them for the entire month, take them to court in January for rent that's due in December. Come January, they won't be able to catch up New Year's. I mean, it's just a terrible existence. Right, right. So um, when the government partners basically with investors like this, is it uh, very state to state or is it just a nationwide thing and it's pretty standard? Oh, this is nationwide, bro. So the good thing about it is you, they have certain websites and certain criteria if that, that uh, they will pay up to for different bedrooms, different numbers of bedrooms in your property. So I don't care if you're in Florida, Kentucky, California. Matter of fact, one of my trainers is in Cali, uh, New York, Jersey, Texas, wherever. This stuff is coast to coast. And the main thing with this is it offers you some stability. Now you won't get the max amount of rent, generally speaking. You may, but you'll get a good market rate and you'll be able to create wealth over time. See, for me, I was able to not only pay down my mortgages, this program allowed me to pay off my houses, you know, but it didn't happen overnight, Chris, you know, yeah, uh -huh. the assets, the way to create wealth is managing assets over time, managing assets over time. Most definitely. So managing those assets, how do you go about managing it? Do you have to have a property manager to manage these rentals for you? Do you do it yourself? What would you suggest somebody coming into the game do? 
Yeah. So generally speaking, the people that follow my content and I'm presuming for yours, they're going to be smaller landlords. Um, so I recommend managing it yourself, but you can, if you have out of state rentals, you can do it. You can hire a property manager. I just haven't found any good ones. I'm sure that they are out there. <laughs> property management, finding those is a whole headache in itself, huh? I don't want to get into that. It's, you know that. <laughs> I know that's right. So yeah, so get do it yourself or get find yourself a good property manager basically, right? Good luck. Good luck. But the the number one thing screening these people to the T. Screening is the key. You got to be able uh, to screen these people. So when you screen these people, are you going to the house they're living in now to see how they live in or what are you doing to kind of figure out, do I want this joker or not? Nah? Yeah, but there's several things that we look for, Chris. I'm glad you mentioned that. We do conduct a home visit. We conduct a home visit to where you live. I got to tell you one time I went to visit a, a prospective tenant. As I was talking to her right there, the landlord went around the back of her. This I'm the landlord. So she, he goes around the back of her. He's, he's behind her like. Waving <laughs> <laughs> them off like that? Really? He's like, don't rip. Do not rent. So I guess he was getting rid of her. She was getting to come to my place. He finally found, I finally found out she had roaches. She was a nasty tenant. So I, I made it tell you, he just happened to be there fixing something. So that home visit is important you know, for your viewers. Wow. You got to have the home visit. Another thing we look for long term. I want someone that has not. Here's the thing. If you're willing to move every year, I want to mess with you. I'm like, I can, moving is hell because I'm like the mental capacity for a person that can move every year. Right. So basically, if you haven't been in the place you're in now for at least three years, you're already scratched off the list. You've got <laughs> a three year minimum. I know that's right. Or something. I don't know if there is. Three years. Yeah. Three years. Like if you go to the club, two drink minimum. Yeah. Three yeah, years minimum. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I've actually ran into some deals where um, people have actually did the opposite of what that landlord did. They've actually said, oh, yeah, they're good to go. Rent to them. They're great. Basically trying to unload this bad tenant onto the next person. I've seen that. Have you seen stuff like that? Uh, I'm sure I, I never No, I, I don't know. Most people, they, they're either an imposter trying to play me or they're telling me the truth. I haven't had them try to play me with that one. That I know of. Who knows? They'll give them a good recommendation. Oh, yeah. Give us a call. Yeah, they were great tenants. They were on time. They were clean. Everything perfect. They're trying to get rid of them on you. Uh-uh. Well, the <laughs> thing is, you can't fool that home visit, though. The home visit was home visit. Oh, yeah. Because I don't care if you don't live, if you don't have your place completely immaculate. As long as it can be cleaned up by the time I get there, I'm good. Okay. As long as it can be cleaned up. You know, so they can clean it. If it smells like the 409 or the Lysol, I'm cool. As long as it can be cleaned up, I'm good. Right. I know that's right. So how do you do in regards to pets? You know, everybody got at least two dogs or something, or do you have a pet minimum? Or how do you go about dealing with that with people with pets? Yeah, generally speaking, Chris, we don't allow pets, but I will allow a small dog. Like I have a little Yorkie poo or some, something small. And they just pay a pet fee. I don't, I don't try to keep, hit them in the head. I find out. I find if you have a small pet, so much damage they can do as long as they're taking care of the place. We're okay. Yeah. I'm Definitely no bully breeds. No pit. I, before my dog lovers, I love, but I had a pit bull for 10 years. I, <laughs> I died. I cried when she died. She slept in the same bed with me. I can't allow, I can't allow pit bulls because I had a friend. Pit bull was up on the storm door, pushed the storm door open, 
went out there, ripped the lady's arm, hundred stitches later, a hundred thousand dollar lawsuit. So you just can't mess with pit bulls. Most definitely. All right. And so when people are looking into this real estate space, would you suggest or have you seen in your experience somebody to actually buy a house with an intention of the exit strategy of using this type of section eight type program? Oh, yeah, we do. I, well, years ago, that, that, that is what I did, because in, in my area, in the Hampton Roads area <clears throat> of Virginia, Section 8 pays pretty high. So I'm like, OK, if I'm spending 80,000, I know I can get 1500 a month. Boom. That would be like worst case if I didn't get a lease option. Right. Because you never know. Nowadays, a lease option, even if you do get that down payment, who knows if they're going to be able to pay? You show right about that. I got one late right now as we speak. <laughs> deal, Chris. He's 30 days late. This is the second time around. He's gonna be another late now. Like, come on, man. Work with me now. I'm trying to work with you. Something, right? Yeah, just throw some. I mean, you know, work with me, I work with you. And he's been good. You know, it's not that I want to kick him out or nothing, but you know, enough is enough eventually, right? You can't just let him live for free. You're right, brother. It's part of doing business. What's the thing with the section eight? I mean, the good thing about it is the majority of my tenants pay nothing or a couple hundred dollars a month. The government subsidizes the majority of the rent. It's pretty cool. Great. So when it comes to payments, do they just direct deposit there? Do they mail you a check like mailbox money? People call it. How do they do the payments? Yep. So the Section 8 department, you give them a cancel check and they just do direct the payment in your account. And then for the other part of the tenant, I just give them a bank account and they just take it in there. So I don't really see them often unless it's a repair. Oh, OK. Great. Great. So they do the direct deposit from the government. It goes yep. in. Is it every first of the month or it varies depending on the person? Or how does that work? Every third. So we get a big old because it's all clumped in one thing and every city has their own direct deposit. So we get our it's, it's not it's not separated by house. If you have more than one house in one city, they'll give you a large deposit for them all, which makes it a problem, too, for accounting. But still, you got to kind of uh, take the good with the bad. Right. So oh, it can be an accounting nightmare if you got 500 of them. Yeah, if it's all coming in a big old joint, you know, you got six, seven thousand coming in, you know, which how much is for one, two, three Easy Street? How much is for four or nine Main Street? You know, shit. It could be it could be a hassle when it comes to that, I will say. Um, if it's all in it's if it's all in one municipality. Okay, great, great. But so that's a good hassle. Yeah. Sure. You got too much money coming in. I don't know what to do with all this money. <laughs> I got so much money, I don't know what to do. <laughs> we blessed. I want your people to have the same thing, Chris. That's what we want, man. That's why we created this thing, right? So yeah. So tell me more about this um this this course that you have that actually breaks this down step by step to show people exactly what <coughs> to get into this type of the business. Yeah, brother. Let me see if I got my little flyer here. Oh, you got the flyer? I can bring it up, or you can. Oh yeah, I got something. Let me see. I always got something. Is this it, or you got something different? That's it right there. Look at you looking good. Yeah, you know, I was squared away like that, huh? <laughs> so that's right. That's right. So uh, Chris, we're giving your people a deal here too. So the thing about it is the course was broken into broken up into four steps. Uh, the first step is locating your tenant. This is uh, where you're going to search on the internet. Where are these people hiding? Where are they looking? Where do they actually hang out and, and uh, look for the, look for the properties that we have to offer. And we're looking for our ideal tenant. And that's an acronym that we'll go over in the course. Number two is screening your tenant. And this is the longest module. The module is made out of a total of 42 different modules of the screening your tenant. This is where you have to slow down and look for the telltale signs of an ideal tenant or bad tenant. We went over a few things earlier about the home visit and the length of years that they've been in their current place. 
right? You don't want anybody. No, I don't want to message you if you're willing to move in a year. I don't got no time for you. And we've got uh, Rosanna Rodan Jackson. She's been a housing caseworker since 2001. And attorney Jessica Siegel uh, helps us with screening, screening our tenants because she does that heavily in New York. The third module is pre-inspection. So after you've chosen your ideal tenant, what do you need to do to get your property ready for that Section 8 inspector when he shows up? The worst thing you can do is try to cover up things, right? So we go, it's a three or four page checklist that goes over your entire house. So you're going to walk through this checklist and go through room by room, checking it off so that you are ready when the Section 8 inspector shows up and you'll pass the first time to get you quickly to your check. And finally, the fourth module is post-inspection. That's after you've passed your inspection. What do you do now? When do you move your tenant in? When do you sign the lease? How do you do? How do you conduct the lease with the caseworker? Who turns the paperwork in? How do you know the how do you know the tenant can move in? So Rosanna Rodan Jackson has given us some support on this one as well. So the four modules, and you can skip around. Uh, you know, some people have already got a tenant. Now they need to get the inspection, and you can go right to that. But the screening is crucial. You got to screen properly. Great. So this you could, you would recommend this for somebody who already has been in a Section Eight business, and they need to just clean it up a little bit, huh? Well, the thing about it is, I was in it for years too until I got some. You know how it is, Chris. Until you get systems in place, man, you can't you can't speed up. You can't scale it, right? So I could just give this to my guy. Look, go boom, 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 check everything, and I'm gone to the next property, as opposed to just you know walking through everything. Pretty, I don't know. It's something about that mind to hand to paper i don't know what it is that makes the mind calculate and makes things stick even more you know most definitely and so so that's so that's cool there so i know you mentioned something a minute ago about um you know doing the lease part do you already determine it's a one-year lease two-year lease is that already predetermined before they do it or how does that work <clears throat> Yeah, what when we when we are screening tenants, and this is a skill that you're gonna have to learn when you're screening these tenants, I already let them know that listen, Miss Smith, uh, we do three years, three year leases. Is that a problem? The, the your posture is so important when you're dealing with these tenants. Your posture, because you don't know where they're coming from. They be, they could be coming from the projects, they could be coming from a tenant, I mean a landlord that tried to abuse the privileges. They they could be coming from a bad landlord. You know, you don't know where all, all the baggage that they're bringing with them. They're still good people, though, right? But some people try to abuse the system on the uh, on our side, the landlords. Mm. So when you're talking to them, you have your posture. I do is a whole it's a whole um, training module on that too about your posture. We do three year leases, Miss Smith. Is that okay? Uh, do you have a problem with that? I just want to hear them say yes or no. Do you have a problem? Yes or no? No. Cool. Boom. This is how it is, and then we go write it up like that. Wow. So you position yourself to get a three year lease right off the bat without having to think about it too much. Off the top. Yeah, they know it. Three years. If, if not, don't even apply. Don't apply. Great, great. And for those of you that want to check out this uh, great package here, the links in the description down below. Go ahead and click that link down there to get that. Uh, get the whole package here from Chris. He's got everything you need. Step by step. Walk you through it. So this step discount too now, Chris. For the okay. Labor Day, the Labor Day discount will end tomorrow. So if you want your people want to get it, then you need to get it within the next 24 hours. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I forgot it is like half off or something, right? That's right. The Landlord's uh, Guide to Section 8 Housing is going to be half off until November the 8th. I'm sorry. September the 8th. Good Lord. 
we try to put this in November. So yeah, you got about 24 hours. Hit that link in the description of this uh, video here. Uh, it's it's discounted for Labor Day special. You know, this is something yeah. you can go study and learn. Now, if a person wanted to go learn all of this, about how much time you think it'll take them to go <coughs> pretty much all of this material? Oh shit, Chris! I've been doing it since 2007. The good thing about it is, if you were to when you take this training, you're getting all that data compressed into 42 different training course modules if you have to learn it's going to take you years because it's not like you're going to have five inspections your first month right you might have one inspection then you got to wait a few months till you get another one so shit, I, i've been over I, dozens of inspections we went through i know exactly what they're looking for yeah because I, I that's the thing i'm not too happy about or like that thing on inspection because i know they come in and say oh we found a little scratch oh we found a little this or that and i'm like oh my gosh Come on, yeah. people. That's just what they're looking for. Well, they're good to, with the checklist. That's why you got the checklist. So, you know, before they get and when they find out that you have taken pride and you're operating with integrity, that you went through the house already, they back up. They're like, you know what? This dude really does care about this. When they see that you're there now, they say when they see Chris there and I'm not saying I'm better, worse, right or wrong. But then when they see me there, they, their guard gets down. They go in a little slower, a little smoother. They start talking more. And I'm telling you, nowadays, they just come in and open. They might not even open up all the windows because they know we've already checked them all. <clears throat> yeah, because that window thing could be a problem out here. Man, that window's a beast. They got a lock. Screens got to be good. So that's all in the checklist, too. Great, great. So that checklist can definitely make a big difference for people. Anybody have any questions about anything we're talking about? Be sure to drop it in the, the uh, comments down there so we can answer your questions about anything we're speaking about here today. Yeah, put it in the chat. Get your questions in there for the Section 8 housing, y'all. You got, man, this stuff is guaranteed income. Forget stimulus. Forget all that unemployment stuff. This is happening every municipality in the country. Why not partner with the biggest, baddest business in town? The United wow. States government. Create your own stimulus, huh? <laughs> I'm telling you, Chris, I've been doing it for so long, man. And, I, you know, it's weird. People call me all the time, Chris. I'm my tenant. Then I got tenant, tenant issues. I got tenant. They're not paying. I'm like, then I, I suggest Section 8, and then they're like, nah, I don't want to do that. I'm like, well, I'm good. You calling me. Yeah, because uh, it, it's really something. We got about 50 people watching here across the uh, platform live right now. If y'all have any questions, drop them in. Um, now, that's the other thing I wanted to talk to you about. So when um, people go in there and they... Uh, Decide, say if they want to leave early, do you just break the lease or how do you do that? Well, I have trying to think. I've never had since 2007 had a tenant want to leave early because we treat them like royalty. But if they do want to leave early, then you have to sacrifice three months rent. I mean, I don't, and I highly doubt that they will be, they would want to do that. Or I don't know. I guess they could, but three months rent or two months rent. I can't remember what represent at least, but I don't have people breaking leases. Very rarely do you see that because uh, they have to get recertified, reapproved oh. to move. They don't want to go through that process. It's a, it's a bunch of work on them, so they don't want to do it. Well, not only that, they get recertified every year to stay where they're at. And then they have to verify, you know, the caseworker is going to look at their income. Shoot, if they want to move and to do that twice in a year, that would be a hassle on them. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, I think we had a deal like that a couple months ago. A guy had a Section 8 tenant that was taken off of Section 8 for going to get a job. She was yeah. taken off. So he was trying to get rid of the house. He's like, she's not paying no more and the government's not paying. I got to um, get rid of this house. So, you know, we something. helped him out. That's something, Chris. 
Dang, great, great. So let's see what we got here. I think we got a couple of questions in here. Miss um, Angie B. Angela Long says, how do we find where those incentives are for different areas of the country? Yeah, uh, in the course here, we show you how to locate every Section 8 housing department in the country. All it is is a Google. I mean, you're just going to type in your city or your county slash housing choice voucher program and then go down through there and get the phone number and give them a call. They're ready to take you. They're working from home. They're happy to talk to you. <laughs> See, the thing is, I love Section 8 so much. It's kind of like I think about going to Disney World. When I buy a Coke in Disney World, it's 3 $4, right? Whatever. But I can go get a Coke from some Walmart. is 50 cent, right? So you got that specific tenant. Specific tenant. They are on this system, right? So you are... The demand is just through the roof. It's through the roof. And we have we are the ones that are generating the supply. Mm -hmm. I love it when there's more demand for than there is supply, Chris. It just helps me sleep better at night. Yeah, because I've been getting, because, you know, I put out these rent-to-own deals, and they hit me up. Hey, you take vouchers? You take a voucher? And I'm like, why do these people got these vouchers? What's this voucher thing? <laughs> Good for you. Are you taking them, Chris, or what are you doing? No, I'm not taking any. I'm just learning it like everybody else. I have okay. I've been doing straight lease options. That's my favorite exit strategy right now. Down payment. Well, we'll see. How, well, the thing is, that's all I do. Lease options, Section 8. That's my two things. So it's like uh, for some that I don't get a down payment or something, I'll just have Section 8 ride it out. But see, from my experience, lease options, they are great. They're great. But eventually you take it back and you redo it again. So. Right, right. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, let's see here. Nationwide says Section 8 standards here in St. Louis are low. I don't know. Dang. I guess it'd be. Uh, maybe. I, I know that uh, it ain't enough housing. I know that because mm -hmm. every time I put a house out, they, you take a voucher, you take a voucher. And I'm like, no, I don't think you want to do that on this because, you know, the housing need a little bit of work. TLC. And I ain't going to you know do with that, Chris. I've but, had tenants. I've had tenants do the work be like, look, you can have this place if you want to do all the work. I won't oh. charge your security deposit, but you get, if you get it all done, Chris, I've lied to you not. I've had, because here's the thing. These people, um, <clears throat> just because they're low income doesn't mean they're not resourceful. So a lot of them have family members, friends, coworkers that can come in and do all this stuff for cheap. <laughs> say, say, you, say you got a thousand dollar rent place, right? Mm -hmm. Say the work costs, it, it would cost 2000 to do, but they could get it done for five, 600. So they're going to say, Hmm. Security deposit thousand dollars. I can get it. My cousin Joe can do this work for four five hundred. I'm just talking, man. I'm, this yeah. is what I've done in the past. So you can have them actually go and fix it up to make it past the standards for the Section Eight. Oh my! I've done it. I've done it. It's why I hang out with heavy hitters right here. That little <laughs> nugget right there. Don't don't be telling me no stuff, Chris, because you know I'm gonna go try it. <laughs> I know you are. I'll try almost I've, anything. <laughs> I've done it. Well, this the one I'm thinking of. She was like, she had friends worked. He was a super at an apartment complex. She's like my her cousin or something. He came in, refinished the cabinets, fixed the wind. I'm like, man. And you know what? They're winning because they don't have to pay a security deposit. So I didn't care. And they make it move in ready to pass the inspection, and, and you just put them straight on section eight and forget about it. Man, I should have documented that one as it was putting together. That's almost a, that's an extra strategy in itself. You know, I love this creative real estate, and that sounds just right up my alley. Really sure. creative. Everybody else talking sure. about it, and I'm like, I know a way to make it happen. And there you go. That's a good nugget right there. Sound like you all day. You know it. I'm like, what? I can do what? And I ain't got to fix nothing. Sign me up. No. Think about it, Chris. You got what? Ten people call for your voucher. 
I bet one of them at least got a cousin that knows how to do some stuff. I say, yeah, I might could take a voucher. This house needs work. I mean, you got a way to get some work done? <laughs> be quiet, right? Just be quiet. Ask the question. Let them tell me. Cool, cool. Chris Jackson making it happen. What up, though? He says, what's the minimum bed count on a Section 8 rental, Chris? Mm, there is none. One, two, three, four. It doesn't matter. Wow. Doesn't matter. As long as you got a bedroom. I have a friend that he specializes in one bedroom. So it's all about what you're looking to do. I don't, you know, a big thing about it, Chris, is Chris Jackson is your mortgage payments. I know when I was starting off, I had high mortgages, so I wasn't really making any cash flow. I was more thinking about the future. So I knew I had to get my rent in to cover my mortgages, right? But as I came up through the ranks, paid mortgages off. Now, I don't even try to push the rents. I'm like, if you get close to market, I'm good. But one, two, three bedrooms, Chris, it doesn't matter, my friend. Cool, cool. Have you ever seen one with like some ridiculous like seven, eight bedroom house ones and stuff like that? Most I've seen is five. You're talking about getting two. Twenty five hundred, three grand a month. Yeah. Depends on where you at. I mean, a two bedroom is fifteen, sixteen hundred in Cali. So you don't know. Dang, the cost of living. I know that's right. Uh, Jonathan Branch wants to know, does the purchase of the course go to the purchase of the specific Section 8 house? What? Does the purchase of the course go into the purchase of the specific Section 8 house? I'll answer that. No. So get that course. The link's in the description down below. If you want to get the course, go check it out. Click the link. You can look at all the stuff it comes with right on there, and it'll tell you, and you can get everything, and it's half off for the Labor Day special right now. So don't wait till it go up like everybody else do. They it wait will. to procrastinate, then they be mad. Chris, Jonathan, what got, who you got following you, man? We could, we you gonna give you a house for two hundred dollars? We gonna give you a house too? <laughs> he gonna give you a house for two hundred? Dang, and I, I got him cheap, man. I ain't never got him that low, but okay. All right, so Jonathan, you crazy, man? Come on, dog. Tech lady saying, telling us when it ends. So about forty eight hours. All right, so don't delay though. The, the computer might glitch a day early. You never know. <laughs> well, I couldn't. The computer says nine nine is tomorrow. It counts down. It's nine nine at midnight nine eight. So the computer doesn't understand midnight nine nine. So the computer is gonna say at 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 uh twelve oh one nine nine. It's tech lady. So at uh I hope you understand what that means. So it's like it'll go all day for the eight, but at that that one second that it goes into the nine, it ends. Most definitely, most definitely. So let's see here. Yes, good evening, Avery. What up? Let's see here. Learning is earning. Major nugget. Yeah, that was a major nugget. I'm actually going to use that, Chris. You, you don't. You think I'm not? You think I'm playing? I'm going to let you. I know. I know how you. Get. Somebody gonna say you take a voucher on this raggedy house. I'm gonna say, well, can you get the work done to pass the inspection? Guarantee you rent. You're not gonna get. But think about it, Chris. Say you get three grand. What's your average down payment up there for a, for an ugly one like that? About four to five. So you get four to five down. So are you doing nothing to it? Nothing. I've never. I, the only work I did to one house was spray for, uh, roaches one time. That's it. I don't fix on houses. Okay, so let's say you do nothing and you do do a Section Eight tenant. You don't get the down payment. Your tenant may stay longer. You might get a little more rent. Are you discounting your rents because of the work? Getting full rents. They don't ask. I don't offer. You know, I'm one. I'm like you. I ask a question. If they don't say, "Hey, can we do this?" or Be try quiet. to make a deal, I don't offer. I just say, "This is what it is." I ask, "What is the most you can pay for a monthly payment?" As far as you know, lease options are concerned. Mm -hmm. But as far as you know, Section Eight, I guess it's already predetermined. So yeah. Well, yeah. Still, once again, lease options, Section Eight. That's all I do. That's all yeah. I do. Yeah. So 
I'm thinking what with me, I've been doing it since oh seven, eight, right? Lease options. I remember one year I sold a house three times in a year, man. So the the thing with lease options, you're just gonna have to. I don't know. Have you taken them back yet, Chris, or what? Well, I had one guy that had to go ahead and move. He gave four grand down to move into a property, lived there about five months. He said, I got a job offer in Denver. So I let him out of the lease, no problem, and got $10,000 from the next person to move into the same house that I never did no work to. <laughs> sure, you can't beat that one. That I bought for about 1200 bucks, but don't tell everybody. <laughs> you know what? What I find, Chris, is a lot of people, I don't know. Let me ask you. They're nervous to do lease options because they think they're going to lose the asset. Yeah, and I'm like, what? If they cash you out, so you make an so extra grand. What are What's you worried this? about? I'm just saying. I'm just saying for the general, for the generally speaking landlord out there, they're like, I don't want to do lease option. They might buy the house. Yeah, this is I, just another. Yeah, and I know somebody that did that actually here in St. Louis. I told her, I said, go get that deal. It's a good deal because the guy was like, oh, like twenty five hundred down. The guy that was selling it, he was an investor, so she bought the property. And I'm like, sell it on a lease option. Don't go fix on it. She over there still fixing on it two months later. I'm like, man, you could have just lease option that thing, got your money back, and been cash for them by now. Stop doing repairs, man. They love to fix on them. Yeah. All right. The city of Tyrone say, with Section 8, do you still get a deposit plus that first month's rent? Absolutely. Well, it's all negotiable, city of Tyrone. Uh, for, for us, like I was telling Chris, we'll do a discount on the security deposit if it needs a little bit of work, and they can do that. Sometimes the government will pay the security deposit like around here. Gentrification is big. So they're tearing down the projects. Right. So the government will pay the security deposit. They don't even have to pay it. Right. So, right. yeah, they'll pay it. And then so sometimes they will. And then sometimes the tenant will have to pay it themselves. So it's up to you. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, nationwide. Yeah. I work on houses here in St. Louis. He's correct. Yep. Uh, Angela Long wants to know is there a discount code yes Angela click the link below it's automatic I made it easy for you just click it and buy yourself a ticket <laughs> ticket to financial freedom that's right get out this rat race we didn't so, do a code on this one we just set it up for our Labor Day special for you guys because I love you that's right it's pre-set up just click that link in the description now all right uh, it's called sweat equity that's right yeah Jonathan likes your jokes, it seems like. Uh, let's oh, see. with that damn Jonathan, with that damn house for 200 I'm going to come after you with that $200. <laughs> All right. He said he'll get this course and be an expert in, in a few, in a someday. Yeah, you'll be an expert. Just keep studying, learn from the greats and do it. Wouldn't you agree, Chris? How, how important is it to have good quality people around you, Chris? Oh, shit, man. You know what's weird, man? Once I start getting millionaires in my cell phone, my income went up. Isn't that weird? Did that happen for you too? Like whenever I started getting these rich dudes in my phone, I call them up and I get an idea and we do something together. I'm like, hmm, I just made X dollars. Met another one, met another one. But before I had broke people in my phone, my income wasn't going up. So it is, I just think, man, the, the, the most important thing you can get from wealthy and successful people are their ideas. Just the ideas that they have. I know that's right. Makes a difference. Uh, let's see here. Um, oh, Lord, I need to get into these lease options. I normally just wholesale. Teach me the way, Sensei Chris and Chris. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Uh, got it. All right. Any other questions y'all have? Let's see here. Uh, Jonathan reiterating his question here. Wanted to know if the house needed other changes outside of regular construction because you're taking money from the government, like tenants requesting washers and dryers before they move in. They are allowed to do that 
here in Newark. Okay, yeah. If you're going to put, here's the thing. If the appliance is there, it has to work. But if you don't put it there, well, what we do is I remember before I would always put wash and dryer. I, you know, I'm like, I'm wash and dryer. I got the good stuff. Now I'm like, look, you bring your own crap. Bring your own. Because if it doesn't work, you fail the inspection. I'm going to say, that's what it looked like me. Another reason for me to not pass. <laughs> Another reason I'm, not pass. I don't know about you, Chris, but I wasn't that good in school. <laughs> so me I'm like, neither. I don't want no extra test. <laughs> <laughs> me neither. I'm, I'm good there at real life. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So don't do that, Jonathan. Yeah, construction. Yeah, man. I don't. I put as minimum in there as possible. Stuff can break. I'm just not that good, Chris. I mean, he would agree. I'm just. I'm not that good. Yeah. I mean, I know a guy. Um, he used to ride the short yellow bus in school. He got about forty rentals. Wow. Good for him. He was laughed at at school, but this dude out here doing these doing the business, baby. Good for him. Good for <laughs> That's him. What I like to see success. No excuse, right? Yeah. No excuse. And Nina's asking, do we have to furnish a stove and refrigerator in these units for it to pass code before Section 8 people can move in? That's a good question. I think every every municipality is different. I've always put refrigerator and stove in there in a hood. I've always had that in there. Now, whether you have to have that in there, I'm not quite sure. But you can check with your municipality. Just give them a call. Ask them, hey, do you have to have a refrigerator to pass inspection? Be yeah. quiet. And she out in California, you know, they got all them extra rules out there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you'd be surprised, though. You'd be surprised in Cali. They're so, the demand is so high. They're begging people to put houses on there, man. Yeah. And that's what it seemed like it is here. It's, so it's really like a national shortage of Section 8 rentals. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, yeah. Big time. You put one up, Chris. You get <laughs> 10 calls in a day, man. Why haven't somebody just like converted a whole apartment complex or a whole, you know, 50 unit building into just pure section eight only? Do people do that? Let me tell you what happens when people do that. The tenants, I've had several people move out of those complexes into my private houses. Section eight people, not say section eight people, but um, generally speaking, they have, uh, you know, several dependents and they would prefer to live on their own place as opposed to having um, having a bunch of dependents around. So say you got Section 8 complex, right? Bunch of dependents. Mm. Bunch of dependents. So they're like, man. It's everywhere. Playground, doll, all kind of stuff. Yeah, they want to get out of there. They want to get away from that. They don't like that. So that kind of come back to what you said earlier about the guy that you know that, had, that only does one bedroom. So he don't have to deal with a bunch of people coming to the house. We know it's one or two people. That's it. That's right, Mark. Yep, that's right. And that's the kind of stuff I like. Don't we don't want too much. But you know, if the number's right, you deal with the problem, right? Mm -hmm. So we talked about a lot of the good. What are some of the bad things you can come across in dealing in this business? That's a good point. Yes, the bad stuff is your everything's 1098. You got to run it right. Every, every dollar you make is gonna be reported. I mean, that you can take it, take it or leave it for what it is. It's just a it's just a fact. You will have to have your property uh, inspected every year. Uh, the you may not get maximum rents out of this stuff, and if you got a bad tenant, you could be stuck with them for a year. You know, so uh, as opposed to ev evicting them immediately, I mean, you uh, we ha we do have ways to get them out, but there are good and bad tenants in Section Eight, just like there are in the private pay. You got to screen these people. If you don't screen them, you are looking for trouble. You're asking for it. <laughs> Asking for it, man. So, so you asking for a bad marriage, huh? <laughs> bad and mad. 
bad. People call me all the time, Chris. Chris, I got this problem. You know how they call after the after the fact, right? But the 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 word the bad part about it is really just uh, the the government. All they're gonna do is guarantee the rent. If you have an issue with a tenant, like I had one time, lady just kept putting condoms and uh, tampons down the damn sewer. You know, so that I called a section eight department. I'm like, can you help me? They just they don't get involved with any type of tenant landlord discrepancy. They don't, they don't want to hear it. So you have to deal with all that. And that's that tenant that I had to evict. Wow. Eventually flushing tampons down the toilet. Good night. You had that yet, Chris? If not, it's coming. Not yet. <laughs> coming, not right. yet. I mean, you know, we're going to come across some stuff, you know, all it takes is a little bit of time and they'll tear up something, you know? So, yeah. so when it comes to repairs, have it, have you had a lot of people uh, after they get into Section Eight program, one that call you all the time? Hey, I got something else broke. Hey, I need something else fixed. Bugging you about that type of stuff? Yeah, generally speaking, they're pretty cool. I've had over since two thousand seven. I've had one or two, but those I kind of give them. Hey, we got a surprise. You want to? Uh, we know we agreed to three years, but we'll let you out in two. <laughs> so I let them out in two. We we got you. A, we, we we something came up new in our program. We let you out early because you're a problem child. <laughs> yeah, man. You want to get rid of those? My thing is, Chris. I'm too old right now, man. No, I don't want no drama. I got three kids now. And how do you figure out if a person is going to be a needy type tenant? I mean, do you kind of ask them that stuff early in front? Well, I got a statement I use when they turn in the application, and I feel like they're giving me a hard time. I'm like, Miss Smith, you, I feel like you're being. I feel like you're going to be a hard ass to deal with. Are you? Not just be quiet. I feel like you're gonna be a hard ass. Are you? I feel like you give me. I feel like you give me a hard time. Are you gonna be a hard ass? Oh no, I'm great, Chris. I'm gonna be uh, the best tenant ever. I ain't gonna never call you for nothing. I do that shit at first because I want to see if they're gonna back off me a little bit. I feel like you're giving me a real hard time, Miss Smith. You're gonna be a hard ass with me. I use those exact words, Chris. You're gonna be a hard ass because people like somebody be like you. Are, I want my stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna be that way. I know yeah. your intentions. You know, because I always have to ask them. Are you kind of handy? You know, like you know, like simple stuff, like you know, things like that. You, I like that. You I try to are you a handy type person? You know, if something like simple fix, you ain't gonna call me for nothing. Uh, you know, a button came off the knob on the stove or some silly stuff. <laughs> I like that. I like that one, Chris. Are you handy with stuff? That's a good question. I'd use that one too. I think that's a good one to use. Yeah, you want to definitely be handy. So that's how we're gonna do it, yo. Um, so if anybody does want to get the uh yeah. program, hit that link down in the description. It's uh gonna be expiring soon for the half off. And uh why should people get this, Chris? Well, here's the thing. If I when I read that article last week about the CDC putting another moratorium another keyword here right on top of the last moratorium that we have with the evictions i'm concerned about the future of our real estate market i'm concerned about the future of rents i'm concerned about unemployment i'm concerned about job loss i'm concerned about businesses not being able to survive and a lot of these tenants are depending on the income to pay us right, right. Chris, i know you kind of relatively you know i'm not saying that Good or bad, I know you're kind of relatively new to new to the real estate world. The uh, um, the real estate. I'm very, I'm very new, Chris. I just hit my two year anniversary seven days ago. Congratulations! <laughs> so in 2008, this thing happened, you know, and I was like, I had my section. I, I so I, that's when I decided 
I will do this, you know, and it, I took some bumps and bruises at first. So I wanted to show people, look, boom, 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 boom. That way you can get to the money a lot faster than trying to figure it all out on their on their own, you know? Right, right. So uh, dealing with these Section 8s in the past, what kind of mistakes have you made and how did you learn from them? Um, the biggest mistake you can make is letting the wrong people in. Then you're regretting it. You're getting calls all the time. People dirty. I remember, oh my Lord, I had one lady just so nasty, brought roaches, just disgusting. That, that That's going to be your worst tenant when you let them, when they slide through that screen process and you have roaches, they will tear your place all to pieces. So wait a minute, they're going to bring the roaches with them from the previous place. Is that what you're saying? I, well, I don't know if they did or not, but should they had them in my place? <laughs> they wasn't there before, but as soon as y'all move in, we got roaches all of a sudden. Roaches, yeah. So that, and then this time, you know, <clears throat> failing inspections, having to wait after you fail, it may take two weeks for you to get back on the uh, on the list or their schedule to get another inspection. So now with the checklist, you know you're gonna pass because you got all the things that the inspectors are looking for. For me, it was time. And then after they after they pass the inspection, it would take me. You know, what do I do to move them in? How do we get them in? So, because a lot of times your tenant they don't know what to do. They're, they're following you. Mm, they following your lead. So it's up to you to be a good leader. That's right. Good and leader. Your that's right, Chris. Good leader. Your posture. You got to know what you're doing. I know that's right. Great, great. And so I know you read and do a lot of stuff and study. What kind of books, podcasts, other resources do you recommend to help people get their mindset right to get into this entrepreneurship game? Oh, man, you got to start with my boy, Patrick Bet David. Go to valuetainment.com. Start with him. Get you some Jim Rohn in your life. Who else? Good gracious. I could go on. Yeah, Patrick Bay David is a heavy hitter. He, I mean, he's upper level. You know, a lot of, I wouldn't, I don't know if an entry level person can handle some of that stuff, but it's like when you get to medium and greater scale and you're trying to get some real money, go get you some Patrick Bay David for sure. You know, it's weird. I don't, you know, I'm here in my life. It's hard for me to, to, to determine where people are and what they can relate to, right? So I don't know how far along we related. You know, we kind of, we, we're not cool, but I've talked to him several times. So, um, anyway, what kind of person is he? is he like just like he is on a, on a computer thousand man you know it's weird my wife's like chris you always on 10 you always on... i'm like babe <laughs> if you knew the freaking people that i know do you know what level these dudes are on you know what i'm saying chris i'm like you think i'm on 10 i feel like i'm on like a two these yeah. dudes huh we ain't doing enough yeah, these dudes sleep five hours a day for months. You know, I mean, they're what are we doing? Boo, boo, boo. What, are we, what are we doing? What do we got going on? Do, 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 do. All right, what's next? Do, do. I'm like, I'm just trying to run my joint half as good as that, man. You know, where are we going? Who are we talking to? What's our next project, man? And it's non stop. But anyway, man, I'm, I'm just saying that to say, Patrick Bet David, follow this dude, man. Just follow him, man. Most definitely. Uh, everybody give this video a thumbs up. Give it a like. Give it a share. Tag somebody who wants to know more about this Section 8 rentals or anything in real estate. Chris Haskins is a heavy hitter. Thank you. Met him up in Chicago. Uh, you yeah. been doing any uh, other traveling since this COVID-19 stuff or what? I, you know, I was, literally, I would like your family to pray, to pray for my family. I just found out my mother. I just got back from Alabama an hour ago, right? I drove there. My mother just got diagnosed with uh, breast cancer. So if y'all could give us a prayer with that. Stage one, so I, I think everything will be fine, but, uh, you know, just kind of shaky times right now. That's all. 
Wow. Yeah, yeah. we're definitely gonna have her in our prayers because you know you. tomorrow ain't promised. We just saw what happened to the uh Black Panther. That's something in it, Chris. Something. Yeah, it just show you to take action now. Don't wait, don't procrastinate, don't think about it. Anything you want to do in life, do it now. That's just why I drove 14 hours on Friday, Chris. I'm like, let me get in the car right now and take because she had never met my son. Oh, um, really? Yeah, I mean. It's, what is it, September? I'm like, damn, my mom never met my son. So I'm like driving 14 hours to get there because I don't want to put him on a plane, right? So just crazy times we're in, Chris. That's all. I know. That's right. How is little uh, Preston doing? Getting in trouble yet? He's very loud. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> He's going to be a singer or a rapper or something. You're like, no, don't be a rapper. No. <laughs> I hope my parents, I hope that thankful for me driving a baby 14 hours you know driving by yourself with grown folk is one thing but driving with a newborn baby chris it was it was a little challenging to say the least yeah most definitely i'll leave it at that i know that's right cool cool um vanessa says what is the last name it's patrick bet david patrick bet david right yeah let's go to valuetainment valuetainment.com tell them chris haskins sent them they're gonna say what People like that, fool. There you go. Cool, cool. Anything else you want to share with the family before we wrap this thing up, brother Chris? Yeah, man. I want your people to take some action. I want them to choose a route as opposed to choosing no route. Even if you have a bad tenant, at least consider the Section 8 program because we have no idea. I promise you, I've been doing this thing since 2004. Nobody knew what's good. Nobody knew 2007 and 8 was going to happen. Here we are, fast forward, 2020, 20. Nobody knows the future of the economy. Right now, real estate's on fire. It's got only one way to go. It's back down to earth. <laughs> it's on fire like we're in right here next to us. <laughs> fire right now. So my thing is long-term investors, we think of we think of what's the what's the long play? Every time I'm talking to my boys, what's the long play here? Now lease options are cool. I do those too. They're management intensive. You will have to buy and sell them, keep doing it. You know, some will qualify, some won't. But the Section 8 thing, boom, boom, boom. This helped me pay off my real estate, y'all. So I'm not saying it's, there are different ways. Every team in the NFL has a different coach. They've got winning, different winning, winning strategies. Some strategies work for this team, may not work for the other team. So like Chris does at least options, we do both. So just pick a strategy. You know, Section 8 is one strategy that is guaranteed to work if you can manage it over time. Yeah, most definitely. Because that one thing was the one thing stopping me from getting into Section 8. I got to do repairs. I don't want to fix on the house. Yeah, you don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I was the same way. I'm like, look, you want? can you do the work? All right. I'm done. That's right. I'm going to definitely give it a try and see if it works out. So take action, family. The link's in the description. Go ahead and hit that. It gives you that whole package there. Yep. Everything you need, step-by-step -step guide. Yeah. And you get a bonus. You get to meet some mentors. How does that go, Chris? Well, he's there in my training. My One of my mentors owns 300 doors. He went over how he screens his tenants. Oh, my goodness, Daniel. And then uh, well, my other, well, um, I interviewed another, a new landlord. So a Section 8 landlord. She's getting getting ready to list one of her houses on the housing choice voucher program so you get to meet her too and find out all the hurdles that she's having to go over to get her house listed mm. and you get the labor day discount uh my woke family so it'll be done one day after tomorrow the price will go up 
That's right. So do it now, not tomorrow, not the next week, not I'm gonna remember. Go ahead, hit that link in the description. It's actually up at wokerealestate.com as well in the marketing and resources page. You can hit it there or in the description of this video. So there's no excuse. So get it done, right? Yes. All right. Any closing statements you got for the family? I'm glad you guys are taking time. Don't be like me. Try to do everything on your own. It's gonna if you try to do it all on your own, it's just gonna take you long longer to get to the check. Why not for me? I just I just chose to stand on the shoulders of giants so I can see over and see what's coming, see what the future has in store for me. Right. So I encourage you to do the same to do the same and good luck to you. Most definitely. That's how we do it. Chris Haskins. And how do people connect with you outside of this? They might catch the replay later. So I kind of like that guy. He was kind of smooth. How do they connect with you? Oh, yeah. I'm mean, IG, IG and uh, Insta. Just Chris Haskins. Just a regular everyday guy. Chris Haskins on Instagram. Yep, all that regular stuff. Great, great. That's what I'm talking about. All right, Chris, I'm going to wrap this thing up here. I appreciate you. Thank you for coming on. All right. Okay, my friend. Talk to you. All right. And that's how we do it, family. Right here each and every Monday night, 7 o'clock Central Time, 8 o'clock Eastern. We bring some heavy hitters on. Sometimes we do some um, uh, case or deal, deal analysis where we go in and peel back the onion, lift up the hood and show you all the moving parts on a complete deal, whether it's a wholesale deal, creative deal. If you like this type of content, give it a thumbs up, give it a like, subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, bang that bell, get that notification. And uh, we are also streaming live. The Woke Real Estate Podcast is on the Stitcher, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and wherever you listen. Give us a five-star rating on there as well. Don't forget, next week, we're going to be on with Mr. Alvin Tucker, Monday, September 14th, talking about Facebook marketing. That's going to be a great show. Alvin Tucker, we're going to have him on, and uh, Facebook marketing strategist, killer. I got killers on the team. We bring them in. And then, the uh, let's see, the 28th of September, we'll be on with Miss Ayla, Ayla Melendez out of Texas, San Antonio, Texas, that is. Uh, that's going to be on the 28th, talking about learning the basics of dispositions. It's going to be a great show for you. And uh, the 12th of October, we're on with Mr. Christopher Senegal. You might have seen him buying up whole blocks down in Houston, Texas. We're going to talk to him, a master developer. We definitely want to talk to him about what to do about gentrification. Do we complain or do we buy the thing up? Do we go out there and get into the game? You know, use these opportunity zones and everything else that's beneficial to us. If you're not using it, you sleep. We're going to break it down with him. That's on October the 12th. Monday Night Raw, real estate style. And uh, let's see if we got any other questions or anything before we roll. Good stuff, you say? Good stuff. No problem. Good stuff. More good stuff coming. Dingy, good to see you. Also, I almost forgot the um, Woke Real Estate Investing Group on Facebook. Be sure to join that. We can get around other like-minded individuals talking about subject two, talking about lease options, talking about seller financing and so much more. Join the free Facebook group called Woke Real Estate Investors. Check it out on your favorite social media site called Facebook. Everybody got a Facebook, right? Go join that group. Get around some like-minded people and uh, we'll do that like that. If you want to be notified of the upcoming streams as well, all you have to do is text JV to 31996. That'll get you on the list to be notified you'll be notified of when we go live and you get the free joint venture agreement just text jv to 31996 also this 
broadcast was brought to you by the Pinpoint Assist app. Manage your boots on the ground, manage your marketing sign campaigns, and so much more. Download the app on the iOS or the Android. It'll be coming out here in a couple of days, so I'm going to go ahead and start marketing it now, let you know it's coming soon. Go to pinpointassist.com for more information. Check it out. You'll be happy you did. Pinpointassist.com. Helps you out when you got people out putting these bandit signs and things and saying, I put them out. You don't know if they did it. You'll know if they did it. They use this app. You put your information right into the database and you'll be ready to go. So that's how that works. All right. Thank you. It was great. No problem. Lucy closed deals. All right. Prayers for the mom. All right, Max. Gotcha. Gotcha. Let's see what else we got here. For the mom's complete recovery tech lady thank you uh, he'll see that and angie says man you always bringing people to that massive value chris monroe this was another banger that's what i'm talking about angie angie b buys houses good to see you here as well so don't forget to follow me on all social media outlets at chris monroe stl that's snapchat that's twitter that's instagram that's facebook that's youtube with over 200 free real estate training videos and if you follow me on ig at chris monroe stl you'll see me do live seller calls live buyer calls live calls right there on instagram go subscribe follow and check it out at chris monroe stl on all social media a lot of people say i can't find you you're lying man you can find me i'm easy to find if you got a deal if you want to work a deal you're working on a deal shoot me an email chris at woke real Chris at wokerealestate.com. That's where you do that. Let's see here. Been considering Section 8 for my biz. We'll get this ASAP. That's right. And for those of you that just joined in, don't forget, go below. There's a link that says get Chris's deal right there. It's, it's half price for Labor Day. Go check it out. The link's in the description. Click that. See if, see if it's for you. If it's for you, it get all the documents, give you the step-by-step -step how to locate the tenant, how to screen the tenant, the pre-inspection and the post-inspection. Get that Section 8 government money. The link's in the description below. All right. So give it a thumbs up. Give it a like. Give it a share. We'll see you on next week. Do what you do. Be who you be. And I'll see you before you see me. Peace. And we have And we have And we have Mr. I stay Whoa 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 And Mr. I stay Today's broadcast is being brought to you by WokeSkipTracing.com. Look up phone numbers and email addresses with ease, with pricing as low as only 15 cents per match. Not per search, per match. If there's no number or email address, you don't pay. Get accurate data in just minutes. WokeSkipTracing.com. That's WokeSkipTracing.com.